0: Greetings, brothers and sisters in Christ, and welcome to the Innocence Redeemed podcast. I'm your host, Ray Bergman, and there's really not a title for today's podcast. I'm more or less just getting on sharing some observations that I've been noticing amongst myself and others. Now, you might remember, uh, what was it, like a week ago now, I got on and I shared a short message letting everybody know to go to the Innocence Redeemed blog because I had posted a series of podcasts that I had previously done related to attacks. Well, what I didn't realize is when I posted that, I came under a barrage of more attacks. Like, I literally got worn down to the point where I could not even form a thought and I was just tired constantly. So, guys, you know, keep me in your prayers because we're going into a battle now. But I believe that they're not just attacks. I believe right now that our faith is being really stretched because I'm seeing. Patience tests, I'm seeing like just those waiting for their next move. Like, What's their next answer? What is the next thing that they're supposed to do? And guys, this is why in the last several months, I was putting up the podcast about embracing him, following the Lord, drawing in with him, getting down and praying, because that's exactly during this time what I've been doing. When I haven't been working on something for the podcast, I am in prayer. I'm in prayer and I'm trying to encourage those Who I know who are weaker in the faith than I, and I'm trying to help them to see where things are. You know, and I'm pointing out, like, look, you just came out of this sin or you just had came out of this backsliding event. Get back up. The Lord's not gonna give up on you. He still loves you. Continue to push forward. Because when we're tired and worn down like this, one of the things that happens, that's when we come under the most attack. And especially when we're waiting on an answer for something. And we have to remember Hebrews 11.1, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So many of you are in a situation where you have gotten a leading that something's going to come through, like the Lord's going to come through for you in some way or another, or that you're waiting for your next direction, like marching orders, if you will, because he's going to give his soldiers marching orders for these times. And you're getting worn down and tired because you're wondering. And these can be attacks of frustration. This is when the enemy comes in and tries to convince us and fill us with doubt that the Lord's not going to come through. Or he'll try to tempt us to go into old sins. And for some people, he'll even tempt them to go back into the world altogether. And, you know, let me try to encourage you. Do not do that. Okay. I know it's hard, but you have to continue to push forward. And some days you'll be doing that in tears. Some days things will not make sense. Sometimes it's quiet for weeks. But this is what I talked about with the wilderness podcast I was talking about. It's like we don't, we'll think that things are breaking down in our lives and we don't understand why certain things are happening. Well, it's because the Lord is getting us prepared. And for those who think that they're going to get out of here on the rapture ride, well, you know, let them have that. If that's what they want to hold on to and they don't want to do anything and they don't want to get ready, And they just want to go to church once a week. Let them do that. And they're going to live their lives and be in the world. But for those of us who are aware of what's happening right now, and we know that we're either being prepared in some way or refined in some way and we're submitting, we know the battle we're up against. We know what we're going through. Because he does not build our strength in this way unless he's preparing us for something, okay? And what you have to think about is when our faith is stretched, it's building patience. and. Physically, the best way to look at it is like a rubber band, okay? Like, you see a rubber band. It's a certain size, all right? It's being stretched and stretched and stretched. And just before you think it's going to snap, it contracts. There's a relief. But it never bends back to the same way it used to be, okay? It's then out of shape. It's stretched bigger, okay? Then it begins to stretch again. So it'll contract, and there's a reprieve. So you can rest a little bit, and then it starts to stretch again. Stretch, 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 stretch. And then it contracts, but it's bigger. So think of that in the way in which your faith is being built when you're waiting, okay? And you want to continue to pray during these times. Don't stop praying. Remember, Paul said, never stop praying. And that's the hardest thing to do. When you feel worn down, you literally feel like you do not want to pray. Like sometimes you are it's all you can do, you know, even just to mutter some words. It's like some people even do the sigh. You know, it's said that the, the spirit intercedes for us and it, it groans. That's what that means. Because we don't even know what always to pray for when we're in these situations. But we know we need to wait, we need to hold on in our faith. We our faith is being stretched. And we're battling the attacks at the same time. And we have to stand strong on what we know. This is the importance, guys, of knowing the word and praying the word. And going through the motions of just standing strong in your faith. And what you already know. Even if you have the faith of a mustard seed. You just got to hold on. Because even during these times when I've gone through them. And I've been going through this off and on for the last year, guys. I don't tell you about it all the time. But I've been going through this for the last year. Part of it also is refinings in places that we're not doing something right. The Lord is trying to show us something. He wants to refine our faith. He's teaching us something greater during these times. And he wants us to use these as a testimony too. The purpose of these two is not just for ourselves, but so that we can help others who are going through the same thing, all right? So know that that's where it is. and Look at it also like an athlete who's training, okay? The muscle has to be built up. And so when the muscle is being built, what happens when someone's training for something, think of it like an athlete, they work their arms, they work their force ups. They, you know, they're working something out and making it stronger. They're building it up. But during those times after the initial workout, that person's sore, they're sore and they have to recoup, but they're getting stronger. So right now, our faith muscle, it's being built. So none of this is for no reason. All of this is training. All of this is building up our faith. All of this is teaching us how to endure. And it's building patience. Because as I said in the past, we are not going to have the choice of everything we want to do in the future. And sometimes there's going to be a time to wait. There's going to be a time to move. There's always time to pray, no matter what. There's always time to worship and praise. And that's another thing. You know, when we're going through these, that's what we need to do is remember to give thanks. And that can be difficult and frustrating for some. I've had people reach out and tell me that, like, it's just frustrating and it's hard for me to continue doing this when I feel so worn down. And I'm like, I get it, dude, you're preaching to the choir. All right. But you got to keep going. You got to keep going. That's what you're being taught through all of this is not to give up. Because many are either in denial. They, like a year ago, even said, oh, well, I'm just going to go back into the world and, you know, and pretend that everything's fine and I can't focus on this. I recently had talked to someone in public and she identified as a Christian woman, but she said, "I, I just can't focus on all these other things. There's just too much going on right now. And I'm like, well, people need to repent. And there's a lot of people out there who are being space cadets and they're not even taking it seriously. Or they think that somehow they're getting out of here. Now I'm seeing that there's people who think that's going to be two raptures. Oh, I kid you not, two raptures. Or they think that these things that are prophesied that Jesus said would happen, even what John said in Revelation, that the saints must endure patiently, they somehow think that this doesn't apply to them. And it's like, well, who do you think that they were talking about? They were talking about us believers. But somehow or another people are twisting the word, and they keep adulterating it, thinking that, like, I'm going to just magically disappear before all this stuff happens. Well, you're still here now, and in case you haven't noticed, things are getting increasingly, increasingly bad out there. People are getting more strange. Guys, I had a dream a few nights ago. I haven't put this up yet, but I had a dream. I, I was walking around in this dream, and I saw people who... Were, the best way I can describe it is they were fake. Um, some of them, one guy in this dream, it was somebody well-known, like a weathercaster who's well-known. He, It's like he kept saying the same thing over and over again, regurgitating the same talking points. And I said something to him, and then I remember he started peeling his eyes off, almost like they were stickers or decals that you'd put on like some kind of model or toy or something. And what I felt... I was getting was they walk among us. Like there's people out there who are so deceived. They're almost like they're empty spiritual vessels. And they're not who they claim to be. And when all of this starts going down and they find out how betrayed they are, they're going to turn on the true believers. I mean, I see a day coming where people, even in our families, they're going to literally Tell us, like as we're they're gonna rat us out. Some of us, not all. That's what another reason for the submission, because the Lord might be getting ready to relocate some of you, and you want to make sure you are in a position where you hear him, not playing in the world. Okay. So if you're in a period of waiting, that's why you're in a period of waiting. He's showing you something through all of this or he's training you in some way. But one thing above all, he is teaching you patience for when these events start, okay? Because what I saw, or what I could see, is people ratting one another out, even Christians. And what they'll do is they'll be apologizing to the person being led into captivity, saying, I'm sorry, I had to do it. I had to do it. I had to do it. And they won't have any second thought about it. That's why I've mentioned before, you know, Jesus said the day would come where those who will kill or have you arrested are think that they're doing God a favor because there's people out there who literally believe we're evil and that they're the good ones. And it's important to realize that part of this is so that when these events occur, you're not tempted to fall away and you're not tempted to betray the Lord in your faith or take something like a mark for a bowl of lentils. You know, think about when Jesus was in the wilderness, okay? We can read Matthew 4, when he was tempted. Starting on verse 1, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For forty days and forty nights he fasted and became very hungry. During that time the devil came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, No, the scriptures say people do not live by bread alone but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And that's key right there. Because when we pray, we need to make sure that we're praying the word. This is another reason why I have certain specific prayers up on my site. So those of you who are not sure how to pray can take those and start refining in the way you pray. But here's the key about what Jesus did. Then the devil took him to the holy city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple and said, if you are the son of God, jump off. For the scriptures say, He will order His angels to protect you, and they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. So, you see, also another thing you have to fight right now is temptations. Temptations to go ahead, like, oh, well, just do this in faith and do that in faith. The Lord will take care of you. No, you're supposed to wait for direction. You don't test Him. And Jesus responded in verse 7. The scriptures also say, You must not test the Lord your God. Next, the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. I will give it all to you, he said, if you will kneel down and worship me. And that's what they're going to try to tell people in the future. Like, oh, just do this and do that. You'll have everything you need. You know, they're going to lie. And many people believe the lies right now. Everything in the last three years, I've talked about this before, everything was a test. Like, will you do this to keep your job? Will you do that so you can eat and feed your family? But you know what Jesus said? Get out of here, Satan. For the scriptures say, you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil went away and angels came and took care of Jesus. Remember, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Do not give in to the temptations to fall away or go back just because the battle's getting a little bit uncomfortable. There is no victory if you turn around and you retreat or you surrender. And that's part of what we're going through right now. The stretching of the faith so that when we are presented with tough times ahead, we are strong and we do not turn back. Keep this in mind because your suffering is not for nothing, okay? And I also have told you recently that God is causing people to choose right now, okay? The refining, the waiting, it's getting so intense that he's testing us in a way under all these things that we're going through. Are we going to follow him, continue to pick up our cross and follow him, or are we going to turn back to the sin and the worldly? You know, Are we going to follow the space cadets? Are we going to follow... The hive mind. Because we know that we're set apart. Those who have been set apart, they know that they've been set apart. They know that things are different and they can see what time it is. They're not aloof in their mind pretending or having these visions of grandeur. And I've noticed on places like YouTube, there's all these things about raptures and prophecy. This is all stepping up and stepping up and stepping up and I don't believe half of that. I think a lot of that's lying. I think it's deceit. You know, God said in the last days he would give people over to fables because they continued to believe and be misled. And so eventually he gives them over to what they want to believe, if that's what they choose to believe, rather than believing actually what his word says that we're going to have to endure. I mean, why else would he put us through the training if we're not going to have to endure? Many are going to go home. And the sad part about all this is many... You know, they're going to go home. They are going to go home in one way or another. I just hope it's home to heaven. Because if they're in the world playing around and they still don't even know how to show love and mercy, you know, the church being so divided right now, are they ready? See, there's just so much that's happening at the moment. And that's why I made the analogy of the Celebrate Good Times and Electric Drill. Because that's how insane it is. You would think that as time went on, people would be taking it more seriously. And there's those who are, but they're also just like, oh, you know, get us out of here quickly. Get us out of here quickly. And it's leading people either into inaction or it's just causing them to like, not. it's making them passive. Whereas they think that they're built up better than they really are. And then when this all starts... And they find out that they're still going to be here yet for a time and go through these things that they're ready. But are they ready? Are we ready? There is always, always, always more work to be done. And we can always help somebody else. If you see somebody who's struggling in their faith, don't sit like a statue and not help them, okay? Because there are a lot of people in bad situations right now. There are people who are in situations of abuse. They're waiting to be moved. They're waiting to go to an area of refuge. There are people out there suffering. And if you can give a testimony, if you can lend a helping hand, if you can tell them something about yourself that helps them to put down their sin and put it into perspective, then do it. Occupy. Be the hands and feet of Jesus. Don't Think that, like, oh, I'm too good to help anybody. There comes a time where we have to go quiet, all right? There, there does come a time of silence, but we need to continue doing what we're supposed to do while we can. And so, a, aside from prayer, that's what I've been doing behind the scenes as well. I'm trying to encourage others, don't give up. Don't give up. But I also see the times upon us, and part of it, guys, is I've been getting some rest. Because it's needed. We have a battle ahead of us. You know, I've come on here, I've shared many, many times what we need to be doing, and it doesn't change. I'm not changing my stance on it. You know, If you need to look up a certain topic, go back through the archives. I mean, I'm not saying that there won't be any new content coming out, but what I'm saying is right now, I'm in a period of drawing in. And really, that's what all of us need to be doing. Not running to and fro, you know, expecting that, you know, oh, well, I'm not going to, I can't do this or I can't do that or I can't worry. It's like you need to be preparing. You need to be in prayer. Never stop praying. Seek what the Lord is trying to show you if you're in a situation that's similar. Because everybody I'm talking to is being refined in some way. And a lot of it right now I'm noticing is patience. So that's why I use the analogy of the rubber band being stretched. And the athlete working out, because that's how it's done. It's a little at a time, then there's a brief reprieve, then a little more, then a brief reprieve. So, I'm not sure what I'll have for my next podcast, guys, but I wanted to get on and give you something, and just let you know that I'm going through it just as much as you are. Um, I, and I know that people are going through this, several are, because everybody around me is going through it. But at the same time, when I've interacted with those Out in the public, I'm noticing that they seem to, it's like they almost know something's wrong, but they don't know what. And then if you try to talk to them, it's like they just act like they don't want to talk to you. And all you can do is just, well, just keep doing what you got to do. Do what you know the Lord is leading you to do. But don't listen to the enemy's lies like, oh, God doesn't care about you or he's never going to come through for you because that's not true. God is working out a plan. And I did a podcast. Not long ago called through it all God has a plan. I believe it was last year, like around maybe September, October last year. So you might go back and listen to that, guys. All right. Stay vigilant. Keep your sword sharpened. Keep on the whole armor of God. Keep praying. And until next time, may Jesus bless you all, guys. Take care of yourselves out there.